You're listening to the Super Expander Podcast. Aligned goals are pivotal for expansion. You don't need me to tell you that. But what happens when your flame weakens? What really happens when it totally goes out? Reignite your goals starts with awakening to the emotions that pull you further and further away. Letting go of your shame, denial, and frustration, and figuring out why your body is resisting your goals are the key to success. Regulate your nervous system, release the blocks, and reassess your path forward because your goals are ready to be reset and reignited. Hello, hello, Super Expanders. Welcome back. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your soul? So I woke up today feeling a sense of overwhelm and being a little bit behind on just about everything. I think this season, this time of year can be a really I don't know. There's there's so many different things going on. Q4, it's like the sprint to the end of the year, trying to to do all the things to hit those goals that we set at the at the top of the year or surpass them. And of course, the season change. So there's like a lot of things going on, kind of getting back into that normal, normal rhythm, normal schedule from that lighter vibe of summer. And so today I was just feeling all the things and I thought, you know, my plan was to talk to you about the reasons why I joined a mastermind and then actually what came out on the other side. And we're still going to talk about that. But I also wanted to share with you what I do on days like this. When I'm in that sense of overwhelm, which will oftentimes move us into a freeze state. And prior to having the strategies that I have now, that's exactly what would have happened to me. But I know how to move myself out of it now. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of, I guess, like a little, a little mashup. We're going to talk a little bit about the things that I do personally when I am feeling this sense of overwhelm so that I don't go into freeze and maybe you can try them out and see if they work for you too. If you happen to be feeling this way, you can save this episode for a time when, when you might be feeling that way and then come back to it and then we'll explore the sort of surprise experience and lessons that I got out of joining my first mastermind and why they have been so valuable in my business and my personal growth. And I think that I will probably, I don't know, never actually be in a place or space where I'm not in some kind of mastermind container because of how supportive it's been for me. It's the reason why I actually run the Super Expander Mastermind because it was such a transformational space for me. And I wanted to create a container that might've been missing the things that I had felt were missing at that stage of my journey. And we're going to dive into all of it today. So, you know, I said, I woke up today feeling a little bit, a little bit behind, a little bit overwhelmed. Okay. Not a little bit a lot of those things, a lot of moving parts going on and launch for the mastermind. So there's things that are, you know, behind the scenes going on for 
that. I'm in the midst of launching and creating another branch of my business, which is helping entrepreneurs like yourself launch podcasts and then produce them. So going from zero to actually having a podcast and having somebody walk with you through it, plus then having a full service production agency if that's what you need. But I'm also going to teach people exactly what they need to do and how it is that they can be empowered to edit it for them for themselves. But you know, we're not meant to do all the things in in our business. And so having a a place where you know that you can go that's like trusted, that gives the support and the communication and the coaching that you need in order to keep that podcast profitable and consistent, that is what is is in the works being built behind the scenes over over on the side. So that's like another thing that I have going on that was causing a little bit of of overwhelm. And then of course, I travel back and forth to New York City. Usually I'm in New York usually once or twice, you know, two nights out of almost every single week. And then I have some events that I'm coming that are coming up, like uh, collaborations and things like that. So a lot of things, and that's just all happening before the, the end of this month. And then we're moving into the holidays and, you know, the planning for 2024 and that. So just a lot, a lot going on. And I find when I end up a lot of times in this situation, things that kind of drive it are also that I have made commitments, said yes to things because I like to say yes. I like to be supportive, but I have said yes to things that aren't necessarily in line and supporting all of the things that are going on in my business and in my world. So I took on extra things that have definitely made my plate more than overflow. And so the first thing that I do when I start feeling like this one is to try to tap into a little bit of gratitude first, because when we have a full plate, it means that there's a lot of activity going on, which also means that there's a lot of opportunity in business and in just life for collaboration and connection, which is really, really amazing. And so before I let myself go down and into a full tailspin and spiral over all of those things. I try to just take a few minutes to, to connect to, to gratitude, which can definitely be a challenge when we're in that place. But it really gives me a, like a little bit of perspective as I move into the next pieces of trying to move myself out of this sort of stuck, frozen, overwhelmed state. It helps to really move me from that perspective of, oh my gosh, I have to do this and more into a place of, I get to do this. And I thought to myself, if I am feeling this way, you might be feeling this way. And it would be maybe helpful for you to to hear how I handle it. Because first and foremost, when we are feeling this way, I think one of the things that I particularly notice is I typically start to have this sense of guilt. And I want you to be able to set down that guilt because it's okay that you're feeling overwhelmed. And there are ways that we can move through it. And it can be such a challenge when it just feels like the whole world is kind of caving in on us and swallowing us up. And it can be really hard to start to prioritize what it is that we need to do first. And we can start to feel like we're losing motivation. And then that sense of guilt starts to compound. I don't know if that resonates. If you're like me, that's how I feel. 
And when that motivation kind of starts to wane like that, we can start to feel like we are being a little bit lazy even. And we can start to experience this feeling of procrastination and avoidance. And then the overwhelm just really starts to compound. So first and foremost, what is really important to know here is that this is a nervous system response. You're not lazy. You are not a procrastinator. Procrastination is just actually a result of that freeze mode in our nervous system, which by the way, is anything but frozen. It is a massive amount of activity that is going on in internally from your thoughts spiraling, your heart racing. It's kind of like a car pressing up against a brick wall with your foot on on the gas, trying to go through it and you just can't. Or imagine having your foot all the way down to the floor, but then also the other pedal, the brake all the way to the floor. That is what's going on inside of us when we're experiencing that that freeze mode, when we're feeling that overwhelm and we can't seem to figure out exactly where to start or what to do. Our mind is going in a million different directions. So I want to share with you when I'm like this, when I'm feeling like this, that I this is my step-by-step game plan on how it is that I'm going to move out of it. And when I'm feeling this way, one of the indicators is that I'm starting to use these sweeping sort of generalizations about how I see things. I'm always behind. Everything feels this way. Nothing is working in my favor. Words like that, thoughts like that. Everything feels so urgent. I can't focus. And oftentimes I feel like absolutely everything is failing. I can't do anything right. And when I'm in a place like this, I can't get anything done. So my my first course of action when I start to feel like this is to literally stop and get outside immediately. Whether it's to just stand in the grass and put my feet in the grass and ground, but typically the best thing for me to do is to get outside and go for a walk. Even if I only have or feel like I have like five minutes, I just commit to myself that I'm going to go and walk for five minutes. And typically what happens at that point is, is I can keep myself going for another maybe like 10, 10 minutes or so. So like a 15 minute walk. Walking allows my mind to clear. It is very regulating for your nervous system to step out of the environment, to get into the fresh air, to get into the sunlight, and just kind of let everything kind of clear out of out of your mind. And really what's starting to happen in this place when I go for a walk is that instead of having all of these thoughts racing, I get really present in my body. And these feelings of overwhelm and freeze in our nervous system and anxiety and these things tend to happen because our head's in one place, our heart's in another, and neither one of them are where our feet are. And so by getting outside, moving my body, taking a walk is very, very helpful to get everything back in one place and one space. I start to notice the feelings in my body. I can start to organize my, my thoughts and get into the present moment. And really what that walk does is it causes a pattern interrupt, that change in environment, that shift in state in my body. And then when I come back, then I'll grab a journal or a piece of paper 
and I'll start to dump out everything that I feel like I need to get done immediately, right now. It doesn't have to make sense, any order, any of that. Just get it all out of my head and on to paper. Because oftentimes that feeling of massive overwhelm is is that because I can't necessarily organize my thoughts and process them. My brain is making everything into this one giant lump and it's really hard to prioritize which thing to take action on first. And I'll oftentimes make a note next to each one and note how each particular one is actually making me feel. I write down every single thought and how I'm feeling, what I'm most stressed about. And in doing this, I can start to see a few things, where I have overcommitted, what things aren't necessarily in la- aligned with the bigger goals, the bigger vision, and really what is a priority right now. It also allows me to see where I might be able to seek support and Also, it allows me to get really present in maybe patterns that I having. And so next month, I don't overcommit myself on things. I can actually visually see it in front of me on paper. Like, okay, I see that most of the things that are causing me stress are things that I committed to that could have been avoided. I can start to see where things are professional stress and where things are personal stress. And prior to doing this, it can feel like I have this giant mountain that I have to climb in front of me. But by putting everything out on paper, now I can start to break them down into smaller steps, micro steps. And if you're new around here, I talk a lot about micro steps. It really is the secret to getting yourself unstuck is these small, tiny steps. It's also the secret to creating massive momentum. Okay, so now that I've done those two things, I got outside, I took a walk, I changed my environment, and then I took everything, then I come back. Step two is to get everything out onto paper. And so now that I've done that, now I can start to prioritize. The The third step is to prioritize what is most important and this, this helps me actually start to see and make things more manageable. I look at what it is that is absolutely has to get done today and in that moment. Seeing the things that are the most, Im- most impactful and having the most impact on me. Visibly being able to see where there are deadlines that are approaching and when those dates actually are. And so by doing this, which I, which I did before I hopped on to, to record this podcast is I started to realize that yes, there's a ton of things that are on my list that are, are urgent, but not everything on my list has to be done today. And in realizing that a lot of stress started to dissipate. And I also had this eye-opening moment, like I said, just a moment ago that I started to realize that a lot of the things that were on my plate could have been avoided, that I said yes to things that I shouldn't have necessarily said yes to. So now I know going forward into November, I'm going to really dial those sorts of commitments back because of how I'm feeling right now. And I'm really aware of it so I can prevent this from happening again. 
And now the next piece is taking those top priority items and breaking them down into small steps. And when I say small steps, like one of the things was I knew I needed to sit down and record this podcast for you. And so I literally write down, sit down in front of, in front of the computer with my microphone, flip open my notes, record the episode, edit the episode publish the episode. And yes, I mean, of course, I know all of these are the steps, but a lot of times when we're in this sense of overwhelm, we have this task, which might have 10 or 15 steps from beginning to end. And part of that overwhelm is like not even being able to figure out exactly where to start and organize your thoughts to progress through And sometimes inside of a a multi-step task, there might be something that we might get hung up on because maybe we need to learn something, watch a video, a training on it before we can progress through it. And so knowing that we might avoid or like feeling that we might avoid approaching the task because we're not exactly sure how much time it's going to take. We're not exactly sure what to do or how to do it. But if you can list out those steps on a you know, something that we have to do and can see, oh, well, I need to go watch that video before I can do that. And that's actually the first piece you get to do. And by doing that, then it allows you to be able to progress through the whole steps one through 10 much more easily without getting hung up, bottlenecked or distracted. And oftentimes when it's something like that and you're not really clear on the like end to end process, that's when procrastination and avoidance starts to come in. That's when that feeling of overwhelm and massive freeze in your system kicks in. But when your brain can see a clear progression through one one through five. And it's like, okay, now it doesn't feel so confusing or overwhelming. Now I know and understand what the process is and I can start to move forward. It's also when we think of like a simple project or task that we might need to work on and start to then see how many steps are involved in it. Then you can also start to remove that feeling of guilt around feeling overwhelmed around it. Because yes, that's a lot of steps to get something done. And when we start to break down the long list of things and priorities that we have and break them down into these step-by-step processes, all of a sudden we have the clarity and confidence to take action on them and it starts to build momentum and you can get the whole full task done without getting frustrated or hung up, which creates a sense of peace and ease in your nervous system. We can start to move some of those things off the list and then we can feel really empowered and accomplished. There's also this other funny little trick that comes into this play of breaking things down into these steps because when we break things down into steps, every time we check one off, we actually kind of have this moment of mini celebration in us, which actually releases little hits of dopamine. Every time we hit a target, every time we hit a goal, we get this hit of dopamine. And so when we do this and we break it down, it actually helps keep our energy higher and it helps keep us into a sense and state of flow. So kind of a little bit of a recap, when I'm feeling this way in this state of overwhelm, and you can try this out too and see if it helps you. The first thing that I do when I'm feeling frozen, like I can't move forward, is that pattern interrupt. Change the channel, get out of your environment for a few moments, go for a walk. 
And then when you return, take everything out of your head and put it down into paper and then break it down into steps. The next time that you are feeling that sense of overwhelm or procrastination or those big arching sweeping thoughts going through your mind that are the indicators that you're getting ready to move into this state, give it a try. See see how, how the breaking things down into these micro steps really shifts, which really had my mind turning on because that was like one of the reasons I actually sought out a mastermind in the first place was I felt so overwhelmed in my business. I didn't know really how I was going to move forward. So the reasons I don't know, I joined my first mastermind back in, I think it was 2018 was the first time I joined. Yeah. 2018 was the first mastermind that I, that I joined. And brought me to it was I was really trying to get out of this state of burnout in my business. I was trying to get out of this state of overwhelm. Really why I was seeking out this mastermind was because I was so dysregulated in my nervous system and in my business, but the things I was seeking or searching for were strategies. I wanted support with marketing and messaging because I thought if I got all of those things squared away, that I would bring in more money into my business and that I'd feel more peace, more ease, more calm. And of course, now that I know all the things that I know about nervous system regulation, none of that was going to solve for what was driving me there. Yes, we need to know marketing in business. We need to know our messaging. We need to know strategy in order to grow and scale. But these other pieces, these other lessons that came out on the other side were, I think, the most powerful and supportive, perhaps the most pivotal in my business. And they were absolutely priceless. And I don't think that I would have joined a mastermind thinking that I was going in for these things. But now when I am looking for a new container, this is exactly what I'm looking for is expansion in these areas. So I went for strategy. I went for to learn how to make more money. I went to learn how to grow my business further. And on the other side, what actually came out was friendships and community. Because this game of entrepreneurship is different than working in a corporate office. It can be really lonely. It can be really isolating. A lot of times your family and your partner, they don't really get it. They don't understand what it is or why you're so committed or obsessed with this thing that you're growing, that you're building, even when it looks like maybe it's not working, looks like maybe it's costing you more money than it's making you, but you're so committed to your vision. You believe in it so much. Being in community with people that understand what you're moving towards, what you're striving for, I think is one of the most pivotal things for growing your business, for actually making you feel safe in your body, that you have a place where you can go to connect, find support, feel seen, feel understood, and feel heard. So I, in throughout the masterminds that I've been in, have made some of my closest and best friends. Not only that, I have built strong referral partnerships. I have learned about new businesses. I've given support. I've discovered things inside of those relationships that I would have never, ever 
had access to or found anywhere else but inside of a curated container like that. I also started to really see and uncover blocks within me that weren't readily apparent to me. And it started because I started actually seeing them in some of the the other people in the container. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's actually me. <laughs> I'm experiencing that too. These people are mirrors for me because that's what we all are, right? We are all mirrors for each other. And so as I started to witness certain problems and blocks coming up in other people's businesses, in other people's relationships, I started to have this deeper self-awareness of me and actually how I was experiencing those. And it's really interesting because inside of the Super Expander Mastermind, I can actually see that happen with the the people inside, with the women inside. I can see them making those same connections, seeing that when someone else is experiencing something, that oftentimes they're experiencing it too, and they weren't even aware of it. So when we start to see these blocks being uncovered, these blind spots being mirrored back to us, that is where big growth begins to happen. So I started to connect and find community and friendships inside of a mastermind, uncovered blocks, then also learned how to be vulnerable in a group setting. Right, Because being vulnerable in a personal relationship is much different than being vulnerable in a business setting. Well, in fact, I don't actually think that there, that there is, but it seems that way at first. That was my perception. So for me, what I started to see and understand is that being vulnerable and authentic in business was going to be the thing that helped me recover from the burnout that I was experiencing because I was trying to be one way, although I was feeling and experiencing something else. And I wasn't letting anyone else see that. And so being in this container, this safe, small container actually opened up the the space for me to start to, to operate that way across the board because it was in this safe space where I was able to essentially start to test drive it and also see how other people were showing up vulnerably. They actually went first and showed me. And then I learned how to give those people support. And it encouraged me to show up and be vulnerable in that way too, which led to this lesson. It led to me actually healing my relationship with other women. Because I had gone all the way through life to this point where, of course, I had friendships, but there, especially in business, it was really hard to fully step into that place of trust with other women. It was really hard to step into that place of really supporting other women and not because I didn't want to support them, but I had had so many experiences where I had been burned, where I didn't receive the same level of support back that I had invested in someone else. And so this idea of being able to trust was really difficult for me. And inside of this, these containers, these masterminds that I have been in over the years, it has truly been able to be something that has completely changed that and really 
made it so that I could receive support and fully give support. And after all, that is, I mean, I think that that's the secret to deep relationships. It's the secret to growing your business. It's the secret to feeling joy and happiness in life. And when we can bring that into our business, that is a game changer. And then this is my last big lesson, but definitely not the least, because one of the things that I think was the, this, like the rocket ship for me in business was this idea of feeling worthy and confident and safe to be seen. And in the, in the containers that I was in, in these masterminds, and I see it happen inside the super expander mastermind too, is one of the most common blocks, things keeping people, women from growing their business to the place and space that they want to desire to is being able to be seen, feeling safe to be seen, being visible. And if we want to grow a business, we have to be able to show up and be seen. We have to be able to show up and really stay like stake our claim for what we believe in, what we stand for, and verbalize that to the world. That's actually super magnetic, but it can feel really scary to to actually take that stance, especially if you've been told that you were too much, that you needed to you know, take it down a notch. It can really feel like you need to put yourself in this box to you know, make other people feel better or to not outshine them. And really for us to stand in our full confidence, our full power, our full magnetism, our full potential requires us to be able to be seen. And in a in these masterminds that I have been through and been a part of over the years, that's been something that every time I'm able to step into that place a little bit deeper, a little bit more. And I'm so excited when I'm able to create and curate a container like the Super Expander Mastermind that gives women that place and that space to do exactly the same, to, to really show up and own their worth and be completely visible. So those were the unexpected, powerful lessons, takeaways that I walked away from with every single container, every mastermind that I've been in. And it's actually the pillars on which I have, I've created and built the super expander mastermind is to curate and create an environment where you can connect and have community to start to remove these blocks that you have within, because oftentimes the things that we need to, we're avoiding in business are the very thing (laughs) that, I mean, that's the thing that's going to open the floodgates of what we want, this, this place that we don't want to face or see. And of course, authenticity and vulnerability are such a superpower and being able to embody it in a container that feels safe, where you can connect and build these relationships with, with other women and expand your your visibility and feel so confident to stand in that place of being seen. So I hope today's conversation has been supportive. And if you found it really resonating, really hitting for you, the doors right now are open for the Super Expander Mastermind. We start in about two weeks. We start the, the week of October 22nd. 
It's a six month journey where you will walk through all of those things that I just shared, all of those lessons, expand your business, connect, build relationships. And I'm sure there'll be really some surprising lessons on the other side of that. So reach out. There's a link down in the show notes. All you have to do is hop on my calendar. We can have a call. Or if you're like, oh my gosh, I know, hell yes, I'm ready to do this. The link is down there and you can, you can jump in right away. And I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaways were on this episode. So take a second, let me know, snap a screenshot, share it on social media so I can celebrate you and all of your breakthroughs. And we are still giving away an entire month of Cultivate if you leave a five-star written review. So take a second, do that, snap a picture and let me know, share it with me. You can text it to me. There's a number down there. You can just send it over that way, or you can tag me on Instagram. And once you do that, I will get you a code to come on in to cultivate, to have access to the full library of breathwork, hypnosis, all the nervous system regulation tools, and of course, our monthly community breathwork and workshops. Thank you so, so much for being here with me, for taking the time. I appreciate you. I'll see you on the next episode. Like a fire needs oxygen and fuel, you're not meant to reach your goals alone. Your missing part could be as simple as finding the right community. And if it's not my community, there's definitely the right one out there for you. If you're looking for a place to start, check out the link in the show notes and let this community help you breathe in fresh oxygen.